your Where Locked On wills, Golden there's Knights, a way. your daily podcast the on the Vegas Golden Knights, for part of the weekend, Locked On Podcast and Network. And it's time for what your the team Friday every day. so, so much more. Hi again, everyone. I'm Tony Cardasco, along with Chris Jolly, and you can find us on Twitter at LockedOnBGK, at Tony Dasco, at Tony Chris G. And don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, Locked On Golden Knights. We are brought to you today by BetOnline.net your number one source for sports betting information, for stats, news, and analysis. Bet online where the game starts. So, Chris, you like that opening there, I'm sure. The Wills scored goals. That's Will Carrier. No, no, Tony, Tony, Tony. That is Connor McCarrier to you. Okay, and Carrier. And Will (laughs) Carlson. They each scored goals in that 4-1 to VGK win over Ottawa on Wednesday. Let's talk about those two players. And their goals, especially Carrier, seven goals now on the season, off to a great start in a career season. Yeah, so I mean, I I put a tweet out after the game. <coughs> Pardon me. Put out several. That. You put out several. Oh yeah, tweets. we were having fun. I I, I, I awesome. love it, folks. I love it. I have so much fun doing that. But um, <laughs> you're awesome. So looking at last season, VGK misses the playoffs, sixteen four and one, and Thanksgiving the following year. And Will Carrier is being mentioned in the same sentence as Connor McDavid. Now, let's take that with a grain of salt, folks. Just simply saying he's scoring a lot of fun goals right now, but it's a fun, goofy parallel to have fun with. And actually, someone asked him about that in the postgame presser on Friday. They actually said Connor McCarrier or Will McCarrier, whatever it was, is actually like a somewhat of a trend on Twitter right now. And that got a huge chuckle from uh, Carrier as well as the rest of us all kind of around the media scrum there. So, you know, point being, it's a certainly an interesting time. I, I loved Carrier's goal. I loved everything about it. Gets the puck from his own blue line and just turns on the Jets. Reminded me of Alex Tuck, actually. Reminded me a lot of Alex Tuck back when he would have a full head of steam through the neutral zone. And, you know, maybe Will Carrier is just starting to figure it out right now. Whatever it is, whether it's coaching, the system. Uh, Jesse Granger is asking a lot of questions uh, with Will Carrier in the postgame presser. And, you know, trying to see what Will Carrier felt it was. And he didn't give him a whole lot. He talked about the system, but he felt he also had room to do what he wanted in, in Pete DeBoer's system as well. Sometimes things just click for people. It just it just happens, right? You know, you get better at what you do, whether it's professional hockey or your job or anything in between school, you know, when you're having a math class and that goofy algebra exam finally come, whatever it is, it all just kind of comes together. And that's what's happening right now. Uh, looking at Will Carlson's goal, too. I know we're going to get in that. I think I put out there he scored one of those razzle-dazzle 360 spinorama things. And it was a nice goal. But one thing went very unnoticed because of how he finished it. And it was accepting the pass 100 feet across ice out of midair from Petrangelo. That is the part that is going unnoticed in that goal. And that was better than the backhand. The backhand was cool. But the only thing he did was he hit the brakes and shot a blind backhand. It's a low percentage shot, but it, it, was, it was a good blind. shot. He, it was he blind. Can't, it he was can't blind. hit the broadside of a barn in the slot, right in an open net. So he just threw it. Oh, okay. Tony's gonna. And Tony's crazy. gonna. Tony's getting his own what the Friday from the fans today. Keep going. Okay. Hashtag hashtag Vegas Bjorn. Uh, no, it was a great goal. It's- it was. It was a great goal, but the acceptance of the pass was the true skill, not the shot, in my opinion. Do you know what that shows me, though, too? The one thing I think uh, that we might be missing here is the fact that he's been able to have his creativity back. Okay. Mm-hmm. Remember, he sort of swagger, complained. Swagger. 
okay, I say creativity because DeBoer would have went bananas if he took that shot, perhaps, just based on what they said, right, before in the past. So maybe, maybe. I thought that, uh, again, Cassidy uh, tightened things up defensively. We talked about this on Tuesday's show or whatever, well, on Wednesday's show, and, and we thought that the focus might be on defense, and it was. Yes and no. Um, yes and no. Reason I say no is because L- Logan Thompson, I think that was his best game as a Vegas Golden Knight. Uh, LT bailed out Jack Eichel on the power play, big breakaway save, and just high percentage danger, high, high danger opportunity after high danger opportunity. LT stood on his head for the Vegas Golden Knights. Um, for many stretches of that game, Ottawa was the better team. The six and ten, whatever it was, Ottawa Senators were the better team. Now they got a lot of skill. They're their top six, uh Debrinkets, um, uh Stutzla, and I'm drawing a blank on some of the others right now, but their top six is a powerhouse. Their bottom six is the question, and their defense obviously is the question right now. But give them time, they're gonna be a much better team. But for stretches of that game, Ottawa was better. LT was the one who saved him. And I, the theme for me kind of felt like as the game was progressing was the little things. Um, uh, Zombieland, folks, here we go. The rules. If you ever watch the Zombieland movies, they, they emphasize on the rules. Uh, double tap. Always, always check under the bathroom stalls, Tony. That's an important rule if you haven't seen that one. Just see the movie, folks. But one of the uh, rules is enjoy the little things. So in my opinion, it was kind of the same thing for the Vegas Golden Knights on Wednesday. It was doing the little things right. And at times they did. At times they didn't. Um, I loved a little play by Keegan Colasar, for example. Puck comes up the boards. Keegan Colasar is inside the blue line. He has nowhere to go with it. He is absolutely buried. So what does he do? He just puts his foot in front of the puck and basically not freezes it because the whistle never blowed, but he protected the puck, looked around. He was able to get the puck to Carrier, who chipped it up and was able to get a line change after a long shift. Little things like that is what happens. And I, I say this all the time. I talk to my son about this. So when he's out there doing his little cross ice program, just do the little things right. And everything else kind of comes together. And at times VGK did a lot of the little things, right? At times they did not in this game. And that's where Logan Thompson uh, said, hold my, you know, I'll hold your beer. I got you guys for this one. Logan Thompson put the team on his shoulders on Wednesday night. And following the game, Bruce Cassidy proclaimed that LT is officially official. The number one goaltender for this team. Uh, 11 and three, 2.3 goals against phenomenal, a 0.925 save average, uh, just an incredible season so far. And he is the leader and the rookie of the, the year standings. And, and we're going to see uh, for the Calder uh, trophy. We are going to see uh, perhaps a battle of Maddie Ben years of Seattle oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. versus LT. So this should be a lot of fun. Why the game at five o'clock? On Black Friday, at drive time. Oh my goodness! Save that. Save that for about twenty minutes. Tony. Okay, save that we'll for save about that one minutes. for later. <laughs> um, uh, uh, but but VGK sixteen four and one by American Thanksgiving. Remarkable, and it's absolutely remarkable right now. We felt like what what we talked about off season was we felt maybe this is when things would start getting better. We were both of the mindset five hundred ish, maybe. Uh, you know, maybe closer to 600 win percentage, but you know, what are we 21 games? And I, I felt we'd maybe be more in the boat of like, you know, 10, seven and four or something like that, you know, just kind of treading water and going, um, uh, Cassie gave a little bit of insight for how the goalies are going to rotate this weekend as well. Uh, the concern was that 
yesterday was a day off Thanksgiving, no practice. Today is simply a skate where it's not as intense as a practice. So uh, in the postgame presser, he did mention that the concern was having a goalie going without a full practice. Well, there's no full practice. Logan Thompson is rhythm. So Logan Thompson's going tonight, folks. I'll handicap that pretty high. And uh, we'll see Aiden Hill uh, tomorrow night against Vancouver, which may uh, may be the straw that, that broke the camel's back. But we, we can't – we're remiss, Tony, if we don't get something about line three and line four right now. No, no, um, no. I was headed there. Okay. Nice. And what Go did ahead. I say on Wednesday? I said, is there a possibility they switch up the third and fourth line? They did. They and did. Basically, they did. They did. God, I was um, right for once. There you Holy go, Tony. Smoke. For and, through two periods, Cassidy, I put the uh, <laughs> and Cassidy listens to the show. I'm telling you. <laughs> Me and him, we talk. We talk. Um, <laughs> so I, I put out a couple tweets after I put a tweet out after the first with the ice time, the difference in the fourth line and the third line. There was about a one and a half to two minute disparity. Uh, that disparity grew a little bit in the second period. And in the third period, it was evident. I, I never looked at the final ice time. I got downstairs right away, but you saw the rotation, the Eichel line, the Carly line, the Howden line, and then the Amadio line. Amadio centered that line, right? Yeah, Amadio, Amadio centered that line yes. on, on, on Wednesday night. On Wednesday night. And exactly. so the, the rotation was one, two, four, three. And it was like that over and over and over. And uh, shout out to Carrier getting out there on the power play now. And Carrier is he? I just love what he does on the power play. He first of all he skates around kind of clueless a little bit, almost takes out William Carlson. I had that on my uh, on my Will Carey ISO cam during his first power play opportunity. But after that, he just sticks his butt right in front of the goalie and says, "You guys do all the you guys get the puck around. I'll be here when you're when you need me." Okay, so VGK versus uh, Seattle, five o'clock today. Big traffic jam, Black Friday. Tourists coming into town. Okay, enough of that. Uh, the Kraken comes off of the 8-5 to five win over the Sharks. I really like uh, one of those blogs had, uh, as the headline, the battle for deep sea supremacy. Sharks, Kraken. Love it, love it. Absolutely I love that. Love That's it. great. That's, That's great. a good one, right? Uh, okay, so Martin Jones gave up five goals in that game. Uh, Seattle has uh, actually won a couple of straight games. Against they're playing Pacific Division Division foes for the next uh, now the next three games, but they're off to a resounding start. They've won the first two. Um, you do have a matchup now of two of the top three teams <laughs> in the NHL because uh, the Devils uh, with that loss. But these are two of the hottest teams if you really look at this on paper. Seattle at eleven five and three, but they are five. I mean, sorry, they are eight, one and one, eight, one and one through their last 10. And and of course, VGK is uh, smoking hot. This could be a really good matchup tonight at T-Mobile. It's going to be fun. Uh, looking forward to being there as a fan with uh, me and my son, Chris, as long as he's feeling. I think we're going to be OK to go. So I'm looking forward to uh, being back as a civilian because you can't cheer on the press box, even though I cheer quietly. But you're not allowed to cheer in the press box, so you know I'll be cheering tonight with my friends. That's in the officially the rule. That's the rule, but it doesn't apply. Okay, I try, ahead. I try, folks. I'm a fan first. I don't care. I don't care. But um, no, I don't stand up and go crazy. But I, I've hit a table a couple of times and a little, you know. I, yeah. Anyway, but last time these two teams played, VGK, uh, Keegan Colasar, first first shift goal. Uh, first of all, with line four starting. Uh, note line four did not start on Wednesday night. Curious what happens if that's a new thing or how that's going to shake out. Um, the second thing is that VGK got to a five nothing lead in this game. 
Uh, Seattle got two third period goals, but this game was never in question. A game like that, you're not going to get mad at the team for giving up a couple third period goals. You you can't keep the pedal to the metal like that. So, you know, Seattle's a different team than from about a month ago, last time they faced. It's a different team from last time, you know, last season when they faced a few times. So, you know, but I, I feel pretty strong that VGK will get the job done in this one. This is all of a sudden a marquee matchup on a Friday afternoon. Yeah. And Philip Grubauer, could he come off the injured list today? He's been dressed. Martin alive. Jones, one time. Martin Jones, come oh, on. Let's please. go. Let's do it. Let's do it. We uh, can take we can the two coaches' uh, careers. Over if, if it's Martin Jones, bet the over. Over VGK. Over VGK, three and a half goals. <laughs> I'll take that either way. I don't care who the goal is. So I'll he's been dressed uh, the last couple of games. As we know, you mentioned VGK won the first meeting five to two on two. Uh, Jonathan Marshall, so goals. And uh, they also, they got rid of uh, backup goalie since we last saw Seattle, Magnus Helberg, uh, claimed by Detroit. And Shane Wright, the rookie who was selected fourth, is down uh, on a rehab assignment with Coachella Valley. That is, their AHL team is in Coachella Valley in Southern California, Palm Springs. And you have the parent club up in Seattle. That's a disaster because there's no easy way to get in and out of uh, Palm Springs. So, in any event, uh, big game coming up tonight. And do you want to? What do you want to do? Predictions later? Now? What? Well, well, let's call this game right now. Let's call this game right now. Um, well, locks of the night will be later, but I'll, I'll call a four to two VGK winner tonight. I'll call or this afternoon four to two VGK. Four three Seattle. That's fair. Okay. When we return, we're going to have a preview of VGK Vancouver coming up later. What the Friday? Lock of the day and night. We could do all that. It's all ahead uh, right here on Lockdown Golden Knights. Don't go away. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting information for news, stats, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league that's out there. From football to basketball to soccer to esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. We are always the uh, fastest and easiest way to get all of your sports betting information and your betting fix. And head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn much more. Bet online where the game starts. Welcome back from Las Vegas. Tony Cardasco, Chris Golick reporting. And don't forget to subscribe to your YouTube. You're officially a journalist now, alleged journalist like me. Uh, and don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, Locked On Vegas Golden Knights. And uh, again, you can find our podcast wherever you get your podcast. So uh, earlier this week against Vancouver, VGK wipes out that two-goal deficit as they beat the Canucks. Will Carrier, where there's Wills, blah, blah, blah. Okay, um, and then we saw the disallowed Mark Stone goal. Another third-period meltdown uh, for this Vancouver Canucks team. And the uh, Vegas Golden Knights for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, well, what what uh, changes do you foresee in this uh, second matchup? So let's start by the response of Vancouver. I wanted to see what they did during the week. They just beat the Colorado Avalanche 4-3 to three on the road. Yeah, and the biggest, the biggest part of that game was Elias Pettersson asked to guard one-on-one Nate McKinnon. He um, asked to guard him, and, and, and they allowed it. Of course, they were allowed it to happen, and he did a good job, and pretty much uh, they had a stalemate, and his team won. 
Well, so McKinnon gets one assist in the game, and that's the only point I see for him. Yeah. Pedersen gets an assist. Yeah, stalemate. And yeah, so yeah, stalemate, good call. So yeah, I mean, so point being, give give Vancouver credit. You know, now you look back at the Vegas game a little bit differently. It's a scrappy game against Vegas where absolute mayhem ensues. Um, and then they have a nice response on the road against Colorado. And Colorado is not the same Colorado they've been. Let's uh, let's be clear about that right now. But they will be in the end. I feel confident in saying they will be, um, you know, the West might go through Colorado or Vegas or Colorado and Vegas, which would be uh, an absolute remarkable or Seattle folks or Seattle. Who knows? Um, but anyway, all those would be fun, fun showdowns. Vancouver credit them for a nice response for keeping Bruce Boudreau around for another game. But if uh, if Vegas wipes the floor with them on Saturday, which I think that might wipes, happen. Wipes the ice. Not wipes the, the ice. I'm sorry. Wipes the bad ice with them. The bad then, ice. yeah, I don't. Two, two games ice. in a row, the schedule's fixed. Again, so the ice is going to be bad only on the Vancouver side. Um, but, you know, Bruce Boudreaux's days, I think, could be numbered. The win against Colorado, I think, saved him from jumping in a taxi somewhere in Denver, trying to get back to, uh, you know, wherever he's from. And so we'll see what changes are in order. The first one is going to be Aiden Hill. Did Aiden Hill start Monday too? Aiden Hill started on Monday night. Yes, didn't he? he did start Monday. So yeah. Aiden Hill is going to get his redemption opportunity, I believe, which isn't a bad thing. I think uh, he'll certainly have learned a little bit, and the team is going to button it down again. We'll see. Um, again, Bruce Cassidy was asked in the post game presser about what it's like facing teams the second time, and Cassidy kind of shrugged it off, like they really don't think of it like that. You know, it's just uh, not a lot of stats necessarily to support better or, or not. But again, this will be the second time. They faced Vancouver in a short time, pending any new injuries. It should be about the same lineup. Hopefully get Nick Waugh back sometime this weekend. That would be a, a big help. And then we go back and we start twisting uh, the Rubik's Cube. That is uh, line three and a half now because line four is now line three, it seems like. And, you know, early what the Friday for myself for not getting a question about the third and fourth line in the presser. I instead asked Cassidy on Wednesday about strengths and weaknesses. And I got a really good response. I got a two-minute response out of him, which – it's it's pretty good camera time when you're looking okay, at some of your responses. What did he he, what did he say? Because the audio is a little funky there. But what did he actually he, say? He was talking like this a lot. He he has a habit of going to the side of the microphone and stuff. And you know, and I was right in the front row, so he was talking a little quietly. And another what the Friday for myself for sitting in the front row. I'm looking at the back of my head. There's not as much hair back there as there used to be. But we'll, <laughs> again, we'll save that for another one too. Um, but. So I asked him about the strengths and weaknesses of the Vegas Golden Knights at the quarter pole. And his answer was basically the strength is being able to elevate their game when called upon. I don't know if I agree with that because at times it felt like they played down to their competition, but his response was the, the team elevating up to the next level. This is a very short version of a two minute answer. And then he asked me again, what my, the second part of my question was. And I said, what's the biggest weakness? And he felt it's also a weakness at times not being able to elevate all the way up. And, you know, mentioned it's hard to play a full 60-minute game to be good 82 games a year and all that, which is all fair. And, you know, he gave a very good calculated response, but not a lot of meat on it, though, either, I guess. So that's maybe a, a little bit of a coy coach's talk. And I was trying to get uh, the attention of uh, the gentleman's name who, uh, you know, kind of calls on people. And once he said, OK, we're going with so-and-so wrapping up here, I'm like, oh, missed opportunity. But, you know. We'll um we'll draw our own conclusions after this weekend once we get the game reports for uh, lines three and four I guess seven games seven times this uh, this season Vancouver has blown a two goal lead seven times and I think now twenty uh, games wow that's crazy and uh, they do have a better goalie than Thatcher 
Demko, and that would be perhaps. And I think that they're going to go with Spencer Martin in that. Um, his record is 5-1-1. One, and one. His goals against average is 3.42, uh, which is high, and save uh, percentage at uh, .901. But here's a goaltender that just comes off of a win over the Avalanche, and he faced a ton of shots, and we know how dangerous that team is. And so we could see some improvement there in that because Demko just – he did not look good and let up some really bad – It's not the playoffs, that's goals. why. <laughs> that's true. Very, very true. Uh, do you want to get to predictions on this one? And then we could go into our very lengthy what the Friday, et cetera, et cetera. It's going to be a weird game. Uh, they are debuting the new reverse retro jerseys officially. The, the reverse, all the fans in attendance. The reverse be, Petro retros. Reverse Petro retro. Leave Petro alone. Um, reverse retro jerseys. And, you know, they're just going to be glow towels and stuff and all that. So we're kind of a weird atmosphere. I think it's a good atmosphere, but things that kind of maybe disturb the the flow of the team, right? It's just, it's changed, right? It's a, we have a lot of good things happening. Now we got a new Jersey and maybe it feels a little different. Maybe the, the threading's different. Who knows? Just a weird spot. Um, I think it's going to be another track meet type of game and let's go crazy. Let's go six, five VGK shootouts victory. William Carlson wins the shootout in the sixth round. <laughs> okay. And, and shootout goals don't count for, uh, for locks of the night folks. Sorry. Okay, I'm going to have to go uh, with the VGK, and I'm going to probably go six to four. And I just think, again, like you can't stop the scoring uh, between these two teams. How does VGK not only get to stay home for every holiday, but to get a back-to-back at home? Come on, really? I mean, how many, uh, seriously, how many teams actually get back-to-backs at home this season? That's what I would like. To VGK had one, I know, and. In- and I'm not sure if this is an every year thing, but I do recall there was one in season one, which is when they actually clinched the Pacific against the San Jose Sharks when your favorite William Carlson scored that remarkable between the legs goal. Okay. That was the second have a back to back. Yeah, this season is definitely rigged. Coming up next, uh, what the Friday? And we'll also have locks of the night ahead. Stay with us right here on Lockdown Golden Knights. Welcome back, everyone. Tony Cardasco and Chris Golick from Las Vegas. We hope that you enjoyed your holiday. Did you have a nice holiday there, Chris? Yeah, definitely. I uh, woke up, took it easy, did a tiny bit of work on my business and uh, watched some football, played a lot of chess with my my kids. We're, we're a chess family now. We bought a chess set a week and a half ago, and my seven, eight-year-old absolutely loved playing chess. And then the family came over and watched more football. Ate a lot of awesome turkey. Shout out to uh, my wife, Amanda, for uh, an absolute remarkable uh, meal that I contributed rolling the crescent rolls. That was my contribution. She handled everything else. And uh, so, yeah, it was, uh, it was a beautiful night. Beautiful night. Me and my friends went uh, golfing in the morning. And then I watched you football. golf. You golf. I golf. N- not very well. Come so on, I, I aim. Sony, when I golf, I aim left. Mm-hmm. It goes, wee, slices all the way over the other hole, right down the middle, like, 35 degrees. It's remarkable. It's awesome. I did try the Carly move where I just spin around and it's the spinorama. And then I hit the golf ball. I tried that one yesterday. So there's a bowler. I, I bowl folks. I'm, I'm a decent bowler. I, you know, like a 220 ish average when I'm in my leagues and stuff, but a bowler just hit a 300 game backwards. Like this person faces away from the foul line. Wait. And actually throws the ball down the lane. And he achieved the first ever wait, backwards wait, wait. 300. Yes. Illustrate. 
I, I want to see an illustration. Like, yeah, how's this go again? It's on, it's on YouTube. I'll, I'll I'll post it on our on our lockdown after the show. All right, uh, it's time for what the Friday. Let's get into that first. So, the only I have a bunch from the uh, all of the listeners and our good friends, but the only I'm going to start off with was that a VGK home broadcast the other night on TNT with Shane Knighty. Shane all was he, definitely there. Yeah, all he talked about were the Golden Knights. You have to have some balance here. Okay, WTF. That's it, man. Go ahead. You can jump in. Good start. Good start. Um, WTF, the Henderson Silver Knights. They better lose today because if they win, then the Golden Knights are going to drop tonight's uh, affair against the Seattle Kraken. VGK <laughs> cannot win a game when Hend- on the same day when Henderson wins. I hope Henderson wins. They need it right now. They've been better, but you know they need to go on a run right now to have a shot for – because it's only a 56-game season or 62, whatever it is in the AHL. So they need to – they're falling fast. So hopefully they can get it together tonight. And hopefully VGK can shed the curse of the Henderson Silver Knights. That's a layup to start. That's a layup. It's an easy one. Okay. Speaking of the Henderson uh, Silver Knights, my my feet are still thawing out from sitting there on the ice, basically calling all those basketball games this week. Uh, our, our good friend, Louis Gregory, uh, he has a WTF, says, Leah Hextall pronouncing any hockey names, absolutely brutal. All national broadcasts mispronouncing Alex Piatrangelo. No, <laughs> I just made that up, but Piatrangelo, um, WTF. And they always do. They, how many variations have you heard of uh, Peter Angelo's name? Peter and yeah, I mean, like I said, I never knew it was Tim Stutzla or Stutzla. I was in, and remember, folks, hockey cards are a big portion of my life as far as my income goes. I feed my family off opening packs of hockey cards, and I can pronounce Jesper Koikeniemi like it's like there's no tomorrow. But you know, a name like Tim Stutzel, who knows? It's Tim Stutzla. So I mean, I get it. But that said, you know, I do think Leah Hextall gets a, you know, gets a bit of a raw deal with the fans, but. If you're mispronouncing names on a national broadcast, I will not, you can't excuse that for anyone, Leah Hextall or any announcer, local, national, or otherwise. So I get it, but, you know, people are a little tough on her too, but, you know, that's that's their right, and that's uh, that's how it goes. Um, what the Friday night, easy one, these doubleheaders on, on Friday, a 1 o'clock, and then a 5 o'clock game, 1 o'clock at the Dollar Loan Center, Henderson Silver Knights, and then you got to get to T-Mobile for a puck drop, and that drive is going to be terrible, folks. That drive is going to be terrible. I'm not a big fan of the the VGK HSK scheduling today. I think it'll be a light crowd at the Dollar Loan Center. Even though they're averaging 4,600, I actually looked that up. We're going to do a segment next week about attendance in the AHL and just some conclusions I'm drawing for the Silver Knights. But what the Friday for these doubleheaders like this, just I don't like it at all. I'd rather it be a day-night doubleheader. You know, give us like an, an 11 a.m. or a noon start at one of the facilities. I don't care which one it is. And then at nighttime, you know, 6, 7 o'clock game. So that way it's like, you know, starting fresh, I guess. So what the Friday... HSK VGK double headers four hours apart. Okay, my with the Friday here has to pertain to the reverse retro jerseys. So, are they going to have those skating girls or whatever follow around the players holding black lights? How are they going to get this glow effect? That is a major concern. WTF, Ryan Dunkel, Ryan Dunkel. Okay, he hits one out of the park here. WTF with. Vegas Bjorn scoring that filthy backhand goal. How dare he make Tony hold off on the wild Bill hate? Let's have Tony read this one 
I am excited to hear how he how he downplays it. <laughs> WTF? I'll downplay it right now. It was a no. Lucky you're not Tony. Goal. It was a low. I'm going to do it. It was a lucky goal. <laughs> That's what Tony would say. It was yes. a lucky good goal that looked Come better on. than it actually was. <laughs> he did not aim for the net, folks. Come on, this guy cannot hit the open net. Well, that's the thing. He he was backwards and his eyes were closed. I joked with someone next to me in the in media row. I said, if he open, if he if he shoots that with his eyes open, he probably misses. But were his know, eyes listen. closed? Were his eyes closed? Officially, a hundred percent. Yeah, definitely. I, I could clearly see from being uh, uh about eighty feet above the ice and about a two hundred and forty. No, but on a replay, away. were his eyes closed? Oh, I have no idea. I didn't watch it that okay. closely. <laughs> Who's got the more cockeyed shot, Colasar? Or Wild Bill. That's 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 good. <laughs> that's good. I'm, I don't know. I, I'm at a loss for words there, Tony. I'm at a loss for words there. WTF. Uh, Matt Jacks, uh, Sin21, one of our good uh, followers. WTF is up with VGK's power play skills. Um, they got a they got a power play goal because I had my Jack. Uh, my Jack Eichel ISO cam goaling and go that was cool. That was cool. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I actually got him like like shooting the stick away. Who was uh, Mark Stone? I thought it was a Mark Stone who did the same so, thing yeah. last year. There's some broken lumber down there, and uh, don't yeah, call a it a of... twig. Don't call it a twig. WTF? Eh, twig lumber. I hate when they call it twigs on. Oh, come on, hockey. It's guys. expensive. It's expensive. The broadcast in the game. Oh, the twig goes flying. It's no. a it's come a three hundred dollar piece of graphite that. Uh, I feel so here you go here. This one just came to me WTF for my, my beer league heroes that I ref that flip out when some, whether it's whatever, whatever it may be that just get mad and they just purposely bust that $300 stick. Like folks, that's as much as these leagues costs and you out there just, you get all mad and you bust a $300 stick on purpose while you do it over your leg to make a point or over the bench, you know, so WTF for the beer league heroes cracking that lumber, those twigs, WTF there. WTF to the Zamboni gender reveal. I just made that one up. WTF. <laughs> Did they have a gender reveal? Come on, man. That's pretty for the Zamboni, like with some smoke behind. It. I've seen that. At, well, I haven't seen the smoke before, but I've seen gender. What about reveals the one that it. was on? What about the one that was on fire? That's a good gender reveal. I like that. That Zamboni that blew up. What? Remember that time Zamboni caught fire? Zamboni caught fire. I, I've seen it happen before. I've uh, was it was it actually in Calgary where it happened? I thought I think so. Yeah. So uh, I was talking to That's here we go. W, so I learned one. something interesting <laughs> about the Saddle Dome up in Calgary. Uh, when I was down in the corner, I was talking to a photographer who I actually took the picture of her camera, kind of peeking out through the, the hole for uh, you can never be too careful. You know that was uh, a little little fun with the Vancouver game on Monday night. We were gabbing about that, but she splits her time between here in Vegas and also uh, up in Calgary, and she covers all her sports. Too out here um should we do a lacrosse team a lot of work with that as well but if <laughs> she mentioned this we talked about the saddle dome and i asked about i guess there's this catwalk that you have to walk on i've heard other broadcasters mention it there's this catwalk you have to rock across to get to like wherever the wherever the booth is way up in the top of the saddle dome whatever it's called now and there's actually a rule 
when you're walking up there, you cannot have your cell phone or any object out because if you drop it, it's going to drop right on a fan below you. So WTF for the saddle dome for not finding a way. And it's like plywood too. You have to walk on. That's the other thing. It's like a floppy plywood that, that she said you're walking on when you're going out there. So that's got to be scary as heck. So WTF for the, the Calgary uh, saddle dome. What about the WTF? Uh, one of our viewers and followers said that uh, her dog started just like you mentioned Keegan Colasar. <laughs> oh, was that Shea? Was that what I hope yeah, I got yes. her name right? Oh my god, yeah. And she's had so so many pleasant interactions. So shout out for uh to for, Shea for, for the being, interactions for we've being had, kind but... to us. We need some kindness here. Well, yeah, I... no, don't all love there, but that was awesome. Like uh, you know, the, the dog Keegan Colasar. <laughs> so what what do we say in this and Colasar in that uh, episode? I can't recall. Oh, that he broke the lens. I think that probably had, had that. No, one. I think we yeah. no. We said we said everyone's favorite Keegan Colasar, and that got her to you know you know the and what did the, the, what was the, the dog's the reaction? Meme. What was the, uh, dog's the dog reaction? just looked up because I, I think the, the the way the picture was painted, if I read it right, headphones on, kind of quiet, <laughs> listening to us. So thank you for being a listener first and foremost. Yes, and yes. Still being a listener. I mean, that's remarkable. And still We're after that all this. Rates. Yes, exactly. And you know, and then and everyone's favorite Keegan Colasar. <laughs> and then the well, dog I like Keegan Colasar. We dog him. Just jumped up. I like him. The what dog jumped up because she was laughing so loud. So uh, that's our W. What's, what's the dog doing right now? She's listening to this one. <laughs> Uh, the, the gender reveal the with the Zamboni, right Zamboni gender reveal that might floor the dog. Okay, so do you want to get to locks of the night? Yeah. So only rule. So locks of the night. Just a reminder, folks. Uh, I pick two players. Tony picks two players. Uh, the fam, that's you, the listeners. You can hit us up on Twitter with uh, your locks of the night, and I'll pick a couple just randomly. There's no not much science to it. Two people both went with uh, Carlson and um kessel last game so two people agreed that seemed like the way to go and uh carlson rewarded uh the fam to take the lead over tony i believe i think i'm up top with seven points the fam is five and you skunked on on a wednesday i believe tony i think you skunked yeah I did so skunk. it's unfortunate I did. so um, i know Who tony I if you want to go first you can you can go first if you want just take two different than you did on wednesday that's the only rule only rule we got i'm gonna go with marcia sosa and cheese ah, you twice took one of mine you took one of mine Okay, well, you had me go first. I would have. Yeah, that's okay. That's okay. It's, uh, yeah, it's for the block, like you have in your chess games there at home. And then uh, Mark Stone. That's a, I, I like both those. All right. So, Marchie was one of mine. So, we got, we're on the spot right now. I'm going for apples. I'm going back to the well with Petro again because I just love what he's doing. Remember, this counts for both games, folks. This counts for both games here. So, Petro and, gosh, do I do this? Do I do this? Do I do this? I got it. We'll carry it. Let's go carry it. Let's go carry it. I'm going with a three and a half fourth liner for our locks of the <laughs> night. I got to go carry it. That should line be a combination. The three and a half line. I like that one. It, but, it is. It's line three and a half. But to be fair, you know, line one and two at times, this does happen where line one kind of is line two, line two is kind of line one. And that's, you know, I mean, you know, whatever. But the point, you know, back on a serious note, line four, we got, we got problems with that, with uh, line three and four right now. And line four, I don't know if they should be a de facto line three because of the matchups. And that's part of why line four is succeeding because they're going against, you know, possibly the other team's lesser defensive units. And, you know, again, another show we can talk about is uh, how VGK was going to replace not just Max Pacioretty's missed goals, 
But Dodonov, we figured VGK needed a path to 50 approximate goals based on their average showings, Petro being a 30-goal scorer, and Dodonov, not this season, but historically being a 20-goal scorer. And one of the things me and Tony never covered was Will Carrier having a career year and possibly getting 20 goals. That's insane, huh? It's it's remarkable, and yeah, you know they're really finding it. I mean, Mark Stone well, is already the, is headed toward a career year, right? Oh, he He's definitely he only needs two more goals already. to two goals to tie, three goals to take the, the lead. He might do it this weekend. <laughs> okay, so you have VGK with a couple of wins this weekend. I have a split because I just don't know if they're going to be focused enough here. Okay, back to backs, we do get an opportunity to see uh, the two goalies. Um, I will say, okay, here's a prediction though. I'm going to go with, you know, in the Vancouver game with Elias Pettersson guarding Jack Eichel, man for man. He's really stepped up. That's a big it's a big deal to go into your coach and say, hey, you know what? I'm going to mark Nathan McKinnon uh, in this game against the Avalanche. And again, the stalemate, they each had an assist, whatever. But that's pretty good. Um, and I, I just like the way that he has stepped up for that team. And it could lead them, obviously, you know, to play better, perhaps. Of and, course. And, well, at least they're trying to play defense right now. And Pedersen is doing what the leader of the team should do. I mean, look at his stat line right now, folks. 24 points in 20 games. He's got uh, Pedersen, this is for Vancouver. 10 goals, 14 assists. And let's compare that to Eichel really fast. And I yeah. think that actually might be a tick higher than Jack Eichel. Uh, let's see. That'd let's be see. pretty interesting, huh? Jack Eichel, 21 games played, 26 points. So it's, uh, they're, we're splitting hairs as far as the stats go. He's 11 and 15. So, you know, we're, we're certainly splitting hairs. But Pedersen is having a remarkable season. And, I mean, there's a ton of talent. Uh, Bo Horvats, Quinn Hughes. Goaltending is obviously a question mark right now. And coaching is, is the bigger question mark. Wouldn't you say seven two goal leads or something like that. Seven I mean, times if they just they've, split that. That's seven times points. they've blown two goal leads in games. And yeah. then uh, they've also blown leads in the third period repeatedly. Um, yeah. So that's going to be interesting. And the best thing you want is for Vancouver to take the lead. Yeah, <laughs> you want right. to lead right in this game. Cause you know, they're just going to fall apart. Uh, and then Seattle. I want Martin Jones tonight. I, I just want Martin Jones tonight. That's all. <laughs> Seattle, big game tonight. This is a big one. Uh, no, it's know. awesome. Yeah, this should be a lot of fun. We're running out of time. We thank you all for tuning in. For Chris Golick, I'm Tony Cardasco. We appreciate you all tuning in. Make sure that you subscribe to our YouTube channel. It's Locked On Golden Knights, Vegas Golden Knights. Have a great weekend, everyone. Chris, we'll see you on Monday right here on and everyone else right here on Lockdown Golden Knights. Also, happy late Thanksgiving, everybody. Belated.